learn, network, add value and take action. And like, if you think about it, the mindset stuff we were just talking about right now, that doesn't matter if you are in real estate, if you're in tech, if you're in agriculture, if you're in whatever industry you're in, you're in the military, clearly it actually helps more. And I got a lot of these qualities and everything is that's embedded in my DNA is because I spent the last 15 years as an enlisted member of the United States Navy. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Five Talents Podcast. I'm your host, Abel Pacheco. I interview the top commercial real estate investors and industry experts so you can learn from their experiences. So if you're an investor, a high W-2 earner or real estate or tech sales professional that wants to invest in real estate without having to manage properties or leave your day job, then this podcast is for you. Or if you're already investing in real estate, but you're doing it part-time and you want to become a full-time multifamily or full-time commercial real estate investor, this podcast is for you too. You're going to learn a ton. You will learn from real life multifamily investors and other professionals in the industry. They're going to share their blueprints for success. And I'm super excited that you're here. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello. My name is Abel Pacheco. I'm your host of the Five Talents Podcast. I'm super excited today. We have an amazing guest, Mr. Tim Kelly. Tim, how's it going, brother? What's happening, Abel? Great to be here, man. Super excited to chat. I mean, I'm getting fired up because we were just talking about the things that we're going to discuss and, and this, just stuff, this stuff fires me up. So I appreciate you having me on, man. Let's have a fun conversation. Absolutely. One of the benefits of being a host here is we get a good pre-conversation conversation. I'm fired up, man. You're going to enjoy the show. So for our listeners and those maybe viewing, let me at least give Tim a little bit of his background before I turn it over. I'll turn it back over to you for a full kind of rundown. But Tim's an active duty chief petty officer in the United States Navy. So thank you so much, brother, for your service. It's like 13 years. You're stationed onshore duty in Pensacola, Florida. And meanwhile, all the way through pursuing your goals in financial freedom, operating multifamily real estate, helping others achieve their financial goals. It's just so awesome, man. Thank you very much for taking the time. And Tim, I know enough about your background where you started investing in single family in 2011, much like me, I started in 2008, single family investing. And we were trying to do either the force appreciation or trying to figure out how to get some profit out of it. But you realize, hey, long-term, it was multifamily is going to be better aligned with your goals. And today you've grown an amazing business, active duty, passive income, the ADPI platform. And just, there's so many things that I'm going to let you talk about, but also let me throw in an author of a couple books as well. So we'll dig into that too, man. Let me turn it over to you. Tell us about yourself, what you're doing today. We'd love to hear it. Thank you so much, Tim. I mean, dude, that was a great introduction. I'm still active duty for about another 30 days. I've been on a, a great program for um, since yeah. June. I've been able to just focus on the businesses while I transition out. And um, by the time this airs, man, we'll send a congratulatory note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outstanding. And, and so I'm in Pensacola, Florida. I'm loving this beautiful beaches here. Just amazing. And I've been in for 15 years. And, and yeah, I really started investing in about 2015, 2011. I used my VA loan and I didn't know anything about investing. I got into it. I house hacked it before I even knew what house hacking was. And then I ended up flipping it for profit because I forced appreciation. I just kind of, we did a live and flip. And then I parked that 
immediately went into multifamily. It's been multifamily ever since. And so it's just, it's been great. Anybody could do it. There's a lot of stigmas out there about it. I want to bust any of those myths out there that there are. Anybody could do it. Anybody can raise capital. Anybody can go take down a hundred plus unit apartment community. The cool thing is you do it with a team. It's not all on you. You don't have to learn every single aspect and be an expert at every single aspect. But then, you know, grew a portfolio and I've been humbled to be uh, surrounded by the other co-owners in active duty passive income. And we've grown this amazing community. And because of real estate, because of ADPI, I'm able to kind of just walk right out of the Navy as a senior enlisted guy at 15 years, not worry about the pension because we have the skills, us here, anybody listening, you have the skills and ability to acquire the skills in order to achieve financial freedom and set your family up for success. And, and you, this freedom of time is really the best driving factor. My, my why, right? So yeah, man, let's, let's dive in. What do you, where do you want to start, man? Where do you want to take well, this conversation? I really want to hit active duty, passive income first, because I think that's a great jumping platform for those that don't really know the space. We've uh, For background, I think we have a lot of listeners that are passive investors. They're trying to learn more about multifamily. I had a 13-year background in tech and tech sales. So I think we've got a lot of those investors. And then I think we have a following of a lot of general partners that are either on their first, second, maybe they're younger, the first, second, third deal, somewhat like me in the business. And so the first, the platform that you guys built, the company that you have, and the mission that drives it all, you know, thank you for everyone who serves and thank you for everyone who's listening that's in the service. And, you know, tell us about that, man. That's, that's a great place to start. Yeah, that's, I mean, happy to, we're super passionate and proud of what we're doing. And kind of all started when I was honored about two and a half years ago to sh- I shared my story on, on the bigger pockets podcast and Eric Upchurch, which at that time he was one of the co-founders of active duty, passive income. It was him and two other guys, the, the initial CEO founder. And then one of the co-founder, Mike, Mike Foster is the podcast host. He was the co-founder and then Markion Sitch active duty Marine. He was the founder of this about in, in 2017. So they heard me on the podcast. Eric specifically heard me on the podcast. I gave out my cell phone number and <laughs> he called me. And since that day, it was like, all right, we're connected and we've been partners ever since. And yeah. since that point, they've asked me to join the team. Uh, they were looking for a guy, a multifamily expert. And then that's all I knew at that point. And I was obviously still active duty. And, you know, and that was about two and a half years ago. And, and we've just grown, you know, too fast. Sometimes it's like, it's hard to control the amount of traffic and the amount of people co- trying to come in into our Facebook group and all the free things that we give out. And a lot of it starts with a VA loan, right? For any, anybody military out there, whether you're a vet or currently active duty, a lot of people don't realize the VA loan, what it is and how it could be used to catapult your wealth, right? So, you know, one of the key things we talk about, we have a free VA loan mastery course. And one of the key things we talk about is how to house hack, right? Using your VA loan, how to buy a fourplex or even a duplex or a triplex, live in one unit, rent out the other three to your buddies or your the other flight students or the other people in your command or whatever. And they'll, you'll cash flow every single month, right? That's house hacking. So then we wrote a book called Military House Hacking to help spread awareness about this general idea and strategy. And now it's free on our website. So if you're a vet, if you're military, even if you're not, it's free. There's so many free resources on our website, Military House Hacking book, best-selling book. It's free, activedutypassiveincome.com. VA loan mastery course, free activedutypassiveincome.com. There's a blueprint to financial success book that I wrote, a credit guide all in one, kind of how to, you know, improve your credit, maintain it, you know, 
all that's free. And then for the people who are like, all right, I'm ready to take action. We have academies and masterminds, both in the single family realm and in the multifamily realm. And super excited about that. That's where I spend most of my time. I facilitate the military multifamily academy and mastermind, very robust academy, very robust mastermind. And then because we listened to our community, we created our own mortgage branch to help fund the deals and fund nice. the VA loans, our yeah, own nice. insurance brokerage. And, and so there's so many cool things happening, man. So many cool things. Wow. You guys are growing it big. It sounds like there's a lot. And all kinds of members come into your platform, single family, house hacking, multifamily. Yeah. Everyone's drawn towards, hey, I'm a service member. I would love some help. The VA loan is awesome. I try to direct as many people that are in the service that tell me about you know, their house or their investment. I'm like, do you know that? And it's, it's uh, I guess it's shocking because I'm in real estate. So I've heard it enough to where I repeat it, even though I don't have it myself, I'm not in the service. And then- when I say that, they're like, hmm, you know, I, I guess I should check that out. And that's like my stepdad on that side. And, and I'm like, yes, you have that. You can do it. And that was years ago. And he's since used it. But anyways, get off topic. That's really awesome, you know, that you guys are providing that. So, yeah, most people don't know, you know, the VA loan, you could actually wrap the cost of rehab into the VA loan, like the FHA 203K loan, you know, it's a rehab loan. You can wrap the cost of rehab, but then you only have to put down 3.5% on the FHA. This is the VA loan is a 0% down loan, even if you wrap the cost of rehab into the loan. And so like you can't, it can't really get any better than that from a starting point. You know, yeah, yeah. in one deal, you become an, a homeowner, a real estate investor, a landlord, and in a position to just stack up wealth while you're learning how to go do more. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, yeah. yeah. So that's why we promote the heck out of it. That's what I've done. I've house hacked three different times. Yeah. Um, a, a fourplex, a triplex, and obviously that's the first single family home. And two of them I use my VA loan, and one of them I use the 203K FHA loan. And uh, that really helped set me up for you know the trajectory that I that I got on. And that's focused on large, large multifamily uh, yeah. apartment communities, mobile home parks and stuff. And and so now a thousand doors as a multifamily you know, multifamily investor and owner. And, and that's roughly speaking, right? Yeah. And I mean, absolutely. That's all while I was out on active duty. Luckily I was on shore duty, meaning I wasn't deployable. I wasn't going in and out to sea or I wasn't going overseas. I was luckily for the last three and a half years, I've been on shore duty here in Pensacola, Florida, not having to go anywhere. So I really, really took advantage of that time. Yeah. How long was that time? Sorry to interrupt. Three and a half years. Okay. So three and a half years, you got to yeah. about a thousand doors. How many deals is that? Roughly From, speaking, roughly speaking. Yeah. Total deals. I mean, there's the biggest deal is about 300 doors. Then there's like a 250. And then there's a handful of between 100 and 150. Mm -hmm. And then it's as small as 42. My first deal is a 42 unit. I got here to Pensacola, closed on that flex the week I got here using the 203K FHA loan, house hacked it. Six months later, I bought my first 42 unit. And then I bought a 27 unit mobile home community. And then after that, it's just been mobile home parks, apartment communities to about 12, about 12 different deals. And so, yeah, I mean, it's been a journey. And again, this is coming from a guy who like, had no idea. Like I, I heard about this real estate thing <laughs> on a deployment, right? I, I was like, 
I, I just it. had a built a little bit of curiosity, like how do people do this? And I just yeah. kept just coming from a guy who had no idea where to get started about three and a half, four years ago. No idea that I could actually bring any value to anybody because that's what it's all about. Adding value to deals, adding value to people. And because you'll get reimbursed and you'll get compensated in income and abundance based on how much value you give to others. Mm, and so, man, you know, that's I, so key. That's so awesome. Yeah. Stay, and if you can say that again, I don't know if it will come off as smooth. Go ahead. Dude, absolutely. Your income is in direct connection to how much value you give. The amount of value you give is what you will receive in abundance and in payment and in income. So that's why people who serve more people, people, whether you're in the military or not, if you influence more people and you help more people and you add value to more people, you're going to be, you're going to be compensated in income. And Man, abundance more. I've taken that exact mindset since I was younger and I just now recently have been applying it to real estate, but even in my professional career, I was a sales guy for 20 years and my dad, you know, put me onto like Zig Ziglar. And one of his, you know, main mantras was, you know, you can have everything you want in life if you just help enough people get what they want. And so when people hear that I'm a, that I was a sales guy or, you know, over the 20 years, I'm a sales guy. They go, Oh, you're one of those guys. And I go, well, yeah, I mean, but don't let me into them, those sales guys, because I always led with trying to provide value. And I found the more that I could help other people get what they want, I could get what I want in return. And when, you know, light bulb moment was, oh, I could do the same thing in real estate. <laughs> and obviously for you and your business and your company, you guys see that it crystallized. And so you guys are growing like crazy, man. That's amazing. So what value did you bring when you were the brand new guy. You didn't know real estate. You know what's going on. How, what value did you bring and how did you land those first few deals? Uh, I think a lot of it had to do with my hustle and my grind. And it's because I wanted freedom so bad. And I, I knew that financial freedom was achievable using real estate as a vehicle. And so the minute I kind of went horizontal across all the different asset classes and how you make, how people make money in real estate, how people build wealth, I kind of, you know, single family, then flipping, then buy and hold then the birth strategy, then creative. And then I saw the commercial and the multifamily. I'm like, something just attracted me to that. And so what I did was hone my focus on just that. Any book I read was multifamily. Any podcast I listened to was multifamily. Any conference I went to, I listened only to the multifamily. I spoke to only people in the multifamily realm. And so that's what I conveyed myself as. I was the multifamily guy before I even knew what the heck I was doing. And because I honed my focus so much, I just was able to expedite my education. I was able to catch on and learn how to speak a language and people were able to take me seriously. So I was able to talk to talk with brokers and partners and investors and all the people in the industry that you have to convince that you're the real deal before they take <laughs> you seriously. So I think, yes, you know. I knew I was going to be able to raise capital just because I just had that feeling. All I got to do, and I'm going to give you my biggest secret to raising capital is right now, like it's, it's a paradigm shift that I had was you're not asking people for money. You're offering an opportunity for people who are actually looking for an opportunity. It's a huge burden on your shoulders when you hear, oh man, I got to go ask this guy. I need to raise two and a half million or I need to raise 5 million. Where am I going to get it from? No one's going to want to give me their money. Well, you're not asking for money. You're actually, you're genuinely adding value to someone's life because you're presenting them an opportunity, whereas they can get a double digit return, become an owner and get tax benefits. So 
if you yeah. can kind of convey that in Barney style terms, I was able to really simplify it to investors. I was able to find deals, connect with brokers, have, you know, have them believe us that we were the real deal, even though we didn't have any deals. I was able to raise capital. I was able to help conduct due diligence. And I've always been on the acquisition side. And that's kind of where my lane is. I've never gone into operations. I would rather, you know, find the deal, help out with the broker, negotiate contracts, raise capital, due diligence, and then boom, gets passed off to operations. So I always added value in the acquisitions realm. But again, my hustle, my grind, hey, what's the next step? This is what do we have to do. I was kind of just moving it forward every single day. And I think that a lot of teams need somebody to drive it like that and kind of push it forward and implement and have that speed of implementation and hold people accountable. So those are a couple of things that, that I brought to the table because I'm more right brain. I'm more of the visionary, the CEO. I'm a musician. I'm, I'm a, you know, more creative, more of the ready fire aim guy. But the people who are my best teammates are the left brainers, the analytical the yeah. data driven. They'd rather be in the back office crunching numbers. And I'm telling you, I was on the Bigger Pockets podcast with Jay Helms, who created the W2 Capitalist. And he was the left brainer. Him and I closed our first deal together. It's actually his shirt that I'm wearing right now, Earn Invest Repeat, <laughs> the W2 Capitalist community. He was a far left brainer, right? And so I brought like the right brain kind of strategies and mindset to the table. Oh, I love it, man. So many nuggets here. Just you know, if you're in your car and you can get close to, or when you get home, rather, grab a pen and a piece of paper, there's a few bullets. And, you know, on my side, it's kind of hard to see with my- It's transparent. Computer. Yeah, it's transparent, <laughs> but I'm taking a ton of notes, adding value, you know, focus and not being all over the place. You were the multifamily guy. You were able to talk to talk because you were so intensely focused on learning, understanding, being that individual- and then when you're raising capital, the limiting belief is removed or was removed and it is now, obviously, which is, man, I'm not asking anybody for money. I'm not begging. That's for sure. I'm showing people an opportunity or a path that they can choose themselves. You want to go down this door that leads to W-2, rest of your life, have the job, you know, hopefully have enough to retire at some point or do you want to choose the, you know, it is sometimes a little harder, but financial freedoms on the end of that road. And man, that, you know, you're just offering the opportunity. So that's, uh, those are all amazing, man. It's, it's really awesome. And when you're, when you're talking with high net worth individuals, accredited investors, as per the SEC, they understand that they're looking for opportunities. They are seriously just waiting for people like you who are listening, who are putting together deals, who are general partners in syndications. They're waiting for you to approach them. Okay. The more, the more people you talk to, the more you're going to find out. So if you put yourself in those environments, you go to the RIA meetings, you go to the conferences, whether virtual or not, you know, and you put yourself out there. Like I am an incredible real estate investor focused on multifamily. I offer investors double digit returns on their investment with a chance to become an owner and a chance to get tax benefits. You know, how can we collaborate and just getting to know what their goals are. And bottom line, it's, it's a little bit about what you know. You got to be an expert. It's more about who you know, but it's most about who knows you. If you're not getting out there, people don't know who you are and what you could provide to them. How are you supposed to help them? You can't mm, straight yeah, up. Yeah. So, but a lot of people are afraid to get out there because they're a little kind of, they don't have the confidence because they didn't put the time in to educate themselves. Right. And they didn't put the time in. So they don't have the confidence so they can't go out in front of a room in front of a real meeting and say, 
I am a multifamily investor. We focus on apartment complexes, mobile home parks in this market with a predictable path path progress. We are offering investors double digit like they're not allowed to give their pitch. Yeah, they're not allowed, but they can't give their pitch because they don't have the confidence because they didn't put the time in um, to educate themselves. And I'm one of those guys that went to a rich dad seminar and and paid thirty grand for multifamily <laughs> education for real what, estate education. What year was that? What year was that? 2015. Okay, you're you're a few years ahead of me because I did the rich dad poor dad, you know, f- full yeah. on, put the big check down, and then I realized, oh, oh, that wasn't multifamily. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. much single family. But that led me to my next conference, the Nest Networking Event. It led me to partners in my business today that you know I I still work with because of the rich dad poor dad seminar so yeah. anyways yeah man yeah that's why education is at our core active duty passive income is education and that's the first step in being able to do anything in this business or really any business at all you have yeah. to educate yourself and learn and surround yourself with other people who are also doing it who are also taking action and you have to take action that's why our, our mantra literally is learn network add value take action learn network add value take action Boom. That is the recipe, the four pillars of how you get become successful in, in real estate. I love it. I love it. You know, the ODA loop model, right? O-O-D-A? The OODA loop. Yeah. So maybe describe this a little bit. It's a military thing. Do you, you know, know it a little bit of it or? Hello, hello. You're listening to the Five Talents Podcast. I'm your host, Abel Pacheco. If you're enjoying this podcast, then I know you're serious about achieving financial freedom. Are you ready to create your own path through multifamily investing for yourself and your family? Then I know you're going to appreciate our investor's guide to multifamily investing. It's titled Tackling Commercial Real Estate the Easy Way. We use this guide to invest ourselves in $93 million worth of real estate. So we're going to show you the basic mechanics of multifamily syndications and how to evaluate your next passive investment opportunity. So the best part, if you subscribe to our podcast now, leave us a review and a rating. I'm going to give you a free copy of our ebook. So please take a moment to do that now. Once you've done that, go to 5tcre.com forward slash ebook, 5tcre.com forward slash ebook. Make sure to let us know you left a review and we're going to send you a free copy. So thank you so much for subscribing to the Five Talents Podcast. We really appreciate it. I actually, Markion, our founder, actually did a YouTube video on it. I never watched it and I can't really dive deep into that. So I don't even want to try. It's all good. No, no, I appreciate it. And so someone taught me and they said, oh, observe, orient, decide, act, right? And only reason I say, oh, it's the military. It's, it's actually like an old school flight thought process when people were like fighting these jet fighter planes and they're like, oh, I got to, you know, I'm in war battle time, you know, bullets flying like crazy. I have to observe and then orient what's happening in the battle and then decide and then take an action. But the OODA loop model, as you say, right? O-O-D-A, again and again, you're learning, you're observing what's going on, you're figuring it out, you're taking action over and over again. After you made the decision, most people, uh, not most, sorry, many people that I talk to within real estate, the uh, g- greater majority of people, unfortunately, that I work with, uh, you know, they, they never really take that action man. and they, yeah. they don't do it. So you're a big mindset guy. 
you know, maybe in all of your conversations as well, could you kind of steer us in the direction? What makes that action taker? Why do you think some people could just move over and over and over again and have such amazing success? And then some people like, man, they, they got stuck on the first part and they never, they never took a jump. Yeah. Three things that I can think of. If I thought about it more, maybe, maybe more, never really thought about this, but these are three things. Number one, the way we're all programmed is different, right? Like we were just talking about before, I'm more right-brained. I'm more of the ready, fire, aim instead of left brain. So most of them are more timid, ready, aim, keep aiming. Wait, let me think about it. Let me back up. Okay, then maybe I'll fire. Maybe I'll fire. Okay, fine, I'll fire. Like, so how we're programmed, our DNA is going to be the biggest thing. You have to know, your, you have to have self-awareness, okay? You have to know not only, and this is what you can do. You can go get a, take a free disc profile on TonyRobbins.com slash disc, D-I-S-C, and it's a personality assessment. Most of us don't have the self-awareness in general. We don't know what our strengths are. We don't know if we're more of dominant, more of an influencer, more of kind of like, I'd rather be kind of observing people, quiet. But a lot of partnerships are very diverse mix of left brain and right brain and the DISC or Myers-Briggs is another personality assessment. Take those assessments. I mean, we could, you know, you could easily just go take free assessments and know more about yourself. That's one thing. Learn what you need to do. Number two is the habits that you have. What are your daily habits? You could easily do things that will build confidence with more confidence will give you that motivation and that inspiration to go move and go do things. And you need a motivation to just start moving. But once you start slowly moving and taking action, momentum just starts going up because as you're moving, so do things, whether even if you're, you're struggling and you're, but you're still navigating through and figuring things out. And so it's really, you're having the self-awareness and your personality. Who are you? Know yourself, right? And then your daily habits and the things that you're doing are, are your daily habits helping you or hurting you improve your confidence. And then number three is the choices that you make, mostly what you're mind feeding and who you're surrounding yourself with. What you're mind feeding every single day. Um, I mean, I have most of my mind feeding is throughout my morning routine. That's why I was up this morning at 4.01 a.m. because I love to mind feed. I love to educate myself. I love to meditate, read the Bible, have alone, quiet time to think, to get ready for the day when it's pitch black. And then I see the sunrise on the beach at like 6.30 a.m. And then boom, now like this day, the day starts, but I'm already up for two and a half hours, mind feeding, learning, reading Wall Street Journal, reading the scripture and like pushing myself and visualizing how I'm going to crush the day ahead, right? What are you doing to mind feed? And then who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you surrounding yourself with people who are going to be dragging you down like anchors or who are going to be the engines lifting you up and holding you accountable, taking you to the next level? Because, you know, I'm sure you've heard you are the average of the, you know, the five people that you surround yourself with. I'm going to go with 10, 15, 20 piece of paper, write down the 10 people that you spend the most time with, either voluntary or involuntarily, the 10 people on the left column. And then without even thinking about yourself, Okay. How happy are they? You know, what kind of relationships do they have? How do they dress? How much do they weigh? How healthy are they? How much money is in their bank account? How much income do they have? You go to the very bottom, that is you. You're the average of all that combined. So you want to be in a room with people who are more successful than you. It, you have to okay. You have to be completely okay with being the dumbest person in the room. <laughs> Most people are not okay with that. They have to be the person that knows everything. <clears throat> Did I answer your question, bro? <laughs> Uh, that and more. So again, rewind, pen and paper, a lot of nuggets there. You know, I think all of them that I was, you know, kind of writing down, I mean, every one of them was super relevant. 
to what we're doing. It's so hard to get out of that, you know, rut, that mental rut, if we're in it. And, you know, instead of trying to struggle with the mental rut, don't wallow around in it. Take some like tactical, you know, very literal things that Tim just mentioned that you can go do immediately and implement. And tomorrow your life will change one day at a time, starting with meditation. I love the fact that you're reading scripture, you're in the word. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a, a Christian as well. So my my company name, Five Talents Commercial Real Estate, I don't say it often, but for those that are listening, you're like, well, what's that Five Talents on our website? You'll see it's Matthew 25 and 14 through 30. It's basically the parable of the five talents. And so the fact that you're feeding your mind with these positive mental attitudes and the you know belief and hope and faith, you're going to go achieve some massive things. And I love everything that you mentioned, Tim. Thank you, brother. Dude, I haven't even gotten started yet, man. Like... <laughs> well, give us some more on this topic, right? So let's say for the passive investors listening, right? Because all of that stuff too applies passive or active, whether I want to be a general partner or whether I want to keep my W-2 job, go crush it and invest my extra money into someone else's deal, right? But if I'm a passive investor, you know, trying to figure out, well, I'm trying to learn more. I'm trying to do that. I'm going to make sure my money's in the right spot. You know, I'm kind of iffy about single family versus syndications, the trust thing. You know, how do I get over all that stuff and and say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go, you know, find the right team to go invest with. Learn, network, add value, take action. It's same process. Right, dude. It's applied I mean, in a little different avenue, yes? It, learn, it's really what it again. it's all. One more time. Learn, network, add value, and take action. And like, if you think about it, the mindset stuff we were just talking about right now, that doesn't matter if you are in real estate, if you're in tech, if you're in agriculture, if you're in whatever industry you're in, you're in the military, clearly it actually helps more. And I got a lot of these qualities and everything is that's embedded in my DNA is because I spent the last 15 years as an enlisted member of the United States Navy. Last five have been in the senior leadership roles. And so because of that, no matter what this mindset game that we're all trying to win. And if you're not, you need to be going after it every single day, growing as a person 1% every single day. It's only going to you know, significantly improve multiple facets of life, regardless of the industry that you work in. And so as an LP, it learn, meaning learn how to vet general partners, learn how to analyze deals from a limited partner perspective, learn about the best questions to ask the general partners, learn about when they're telling you, hey, we're going to give you a 8% cash on cash return. It's going to be a seven pref, 16% to 70% IRR over five to ten, seven years. What that actually means, yeah. question it. Be like, well, based on this, based on the cash flow, based on the NOI, based on all the partnerships, how it's structured, how is that going to be possible? What is your business plan? Have you stress tested it? What happens when you go 50% you know, occupancy? What is your break-even occupancy? So just learning about all the questions to ask, learning how to vet the, not only the deal, but the general partner as well. That's learn. And you network with other people who have already been limited partners. There's so many people out there that have already done limited partner deals that are now maybe general partner and limited partner that have even more, right? exactly like myself that yeah. that have even more diverse experience because they've been both right that you network with those people and you take 
action. You go get on lists and receive the deals from these syndicators and these sponsors that are shooting them out. And you look at them and you try to poke holes in it and you get on a call with the deal sponsor and start learning the questions that are asking. But you got to take that action. You can't. You got to be okay with making a phone call when you're a little bit uncomfortable or when you're very uncomfortable before you know everything. Right. And then you just go, go after and do it. And there's no such thing as failure. Remove failure from your vocabulary. You either learn or you succeed. Period. No failure. Yeah, baby. I love it. So all that stuff is awesome. And thank you very much, man. So in the same mindset, I'm a passive investor. That's how I started. We invested in like 400 doors before we went active on our first deal. And then deal number one, deal number two, deal number three, you know, we went active, active, active and, and every opportunity you know, we reach out to more people, we learn more things, we adjust, you know, lessons, learn from one and apply it to the next and get on other deal sponsors list. And I'm trying to attract more investors, but I'm still talking to other operators because as my deals come full cycle, you know, in my IRA, I can't invest that IRA money into my own deals. And, you know, there's an option of cashing out, but well, where do I, more am I going to deploy it once I get it back in? And you know, the more people that I talk to, the more deals that I see, the more underwriting that I go through, you're like, oh, okay, I, I get it. Here's different strategies. Here's different opportunities. And you just learn and you keep networking, you add value and you take action. Love it. Dude. And I'm telling you right now is probably one of the best times to be a limited partner for a few reasons, but mainly because there's a lot of syndicators out there that are offering amazing returns to the fact like to the point where they're not even making any money on the deal. And sometimes I'm scratching my head like you're offering like a 90-10 split. You're offering a pref. You're offering like basically a 0.5 or no acquisition fee. Like how are you getting paid even like from a general partner? So like it's so competitive for syndicators because so many syndicators are offering such great returns to limited partners. And we actually don't even do syndications anymore from a general standpoint because we're the, for two reasons, because of that, because it's more passive to not have to deal with investor relations and stuff from the GP side. But we've also partnered with a family office who has access to hundreds of millions of dollars and they fund all, all of our deals for us. And so, so if you're a limited partner and you're listening, I'm telling you, such good opportunities out there to where they're giving their shirt off their back to make sure you guys got good returns. And from a GP standpoint, you better be ready to do that if you want to be successful now at this point. And deals are harder and harder to find. They're still out there. We're still finding deals. We're still putting in offers in a few different markets. So keep grinding. Either way, there's opportunity, but great time to be an LP. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, it's very competitive. The offers that I had last year, this year, even during COVID, I'm like, oh man, and as I'm making or trying to talk and to brokers and trying to, you know, seek other opportunities and make offers, everything seems to be getting very tight, I guess, less on the market and more. The term I hear is Tina, T-I-N-A. So money is seeking a yield as it always does in a return. And as that capital seeks and hunts for it, there's less asset classes to invest in today whether it's commercial space or retail or any other you know, type of commercial that's not like warehousing or data center space or multifamily or you know, mobile home park, you know, it's like, well, that capital is not finding the same yield. So it's hunting and seeking and it will find it. And now it's like whew, even more competitive. So uh, on that note, how, how are you uh, 
you know, maybe your deal flow, you guys are, you have something a little unique within ADPI brokers. How, how do y'all find, what's your deal flow and how many deals do you underwrite? How many offers are you making? Maybe give us a high level of where you're at right now. Man, that's, that's a great question. And that's funny that you say that. And most people who don't know and don't know us and maybe aren't in the community just automatically assume that we get a leads from our community. We have, you know, 15,000 members in our Facebook group and that we raise capital through our community. We don't, we don't touch our community in terms of finding deals or finding capital. We teach them how to go find the deals on their own, how to go raise capital on their own. But there are a lot of gurus out there that build a big community and say, Hey, you bring me a deal. I'll give you a percent of it. And then kind of we'll move forward. You know what I mean? We don't do that. So the way that we've always found deals are through relationships, right? I personally have been part of one marketing campaign that we didn't even fully fulfill because we would rather create relationships with the best brokers, the best property managers, the best passive investors, the best title companies. Like the best deals are found in the places where people aren't even really thinking about. And until you prove yourself as a deal closer and as someone who has the capacity to close and who's the real deal, know exactly what you're looking for to the T, right? Be able to explain the markets that you're investing in and why, the types of deals that you're investing in and why, be able to really break down exactly what you're looking for. That's when brokers start taking you seriously. And they'll hopefully maybe show you their pocket listings or off-market listings. Once you get that first deal, then it's like the credibility compounds. You could add in a credibility book. And our secret, when we actually submit our offers, is here. This is what we teach our multifamily academy is number one, we're submitting an LOI with our credibility book. We just have a couple page PDF that shows our faces, who we are, quick bio, that how many deals we have in our portfolio, how many assets are under management, that we are the real deal. Second thing is a proof of funds from our family office and our lender, right? Basically that we're approved for well over the total cost of the total purchase price, right? And then the last thing that we do, which is, I think, a game changer and most people are not willing to do, you send a YouTube video, send them a YouTube link, introducing yourself. This is who we are. This is what we're all about. We run a military real estate investing community that we've built. We're helping vets. We love, we want to own as much of America as possible. We love to partner with you. And that's kind of like the secret of, of what we do. So there you go. That's how we can get creative at this point. That's one way you can get creative and kind of be remembered, even if you don't have the highest offer. But if you have all these other things, look at I'm proving you over and over again that I'm the real deal. Plus, I'm showing you my face on video from a seller standpoint. If they have any emotions at all, they're probably going to want to learn more <laughs> and at least entertain that deal. Right. Yeah, yeah. So try to give that a shot if you're having struggles submitting submitting offers that are getting accepted. That's awesome. Hey, before we go, I want to make sure that we hit, if I'm, you know, somebody that wants to get in your world, I'm trying to figure out, oh, I'd like to, you know, learn more about ADPI. Where do I go? How do I reach out to you? What's the best place? How do I get plugged in? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm super active inside the active duty passive income platform. So the website is one thing, but I hang out a lot inside not only the Facebook group that's growing, but we have a specific private Facebook group for the Military Multifamily Academy and Mastermind. We have our own Facebook group. I actually just did a Facebook Live just before this inside that group. Um, but I spend a lot of time actually on LinkedIn at the Timothy Kelly. That's how Abel and I, you know, connected on LinkedIn, man. It's so many opportunities. We could talk about the power of LinkedIn for freaking hours. We could do a whole nother episode. Um, have you had Yona on your podcast yet? I have. I Dude, have. Nice. Yeah. And then Instagram at the Timothy Kelly. 
website is thetimothykelly.com. Feel free to just reach out anytime. You could even shoot me an email, um, thetimothykelly at gmail.com. And anytime, and you can even shoot me a text message and I'll even hop on a call. I'll give you a free coaching call. If you're military, I'll definitely hook you up and give you all of our, all of our resources. Even if you're not all good, but you could just shoot me a text and we'll hop on a call 847-910-9161. All right. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Tim. And yeah, anytime, uh, man. is there anything we didn't get to hit on today? Anything I didn't bring up, anything that you really want to you know, leave some parting words with, man. Anything yeah, I mean, we have, and- a, we have a lot of, of cool things happening right now. Something uh, that we're pretty excited. ADPI just finalized its 13-week action journal. And I could sit here and dissect it and go, go through this thing, but just want to stress the importance of, of having a journal to where it doesn't even have to be a journal, but it has to be an exercise where you are writing and tracking and holding yourself accountable to goals. If you're not like planning out goals, if you don't have a goal that is specific and measurable, the SMART, that acronym, that's real, right? If you don't have a goal that's smart and measurable and attainable and, you know, time sensitive, and that is the best thing to do when you're setting goals. Because if it's not specific and you don't have tangible reminders and if you're not tracking your progress, then you're probably just going in, in all these different ways, right? You have to have a target. We call it the thousand meter target that you have to establish. Then you work yourself towards that every single day. You're pushing yourself towards that one goal, whether it's I want a thousand doors in the next 12 months or I want to buy a fourplex in the next 12 months, whatever, whatever it is. Or maybe I want to build a freaking wholesale business or I want to build a an artificial intelligence business, whatever it is you want to do, set that goal and track it and track your progression towards it. And you have to be with a tribe or a group of people are holding you accountable because even the most successful people have a difficult time holding themselves accountable. That's why they have tribes. That's why people surround themselves with people who are smarter than them and better than them and make more money and more successful because they level up. Just being in that crowd, you level up. So a couple of those different reminders. And like I said, man, last thing, you're the only one that's going to hold you back from achieving your goals, man. Don't let anybody tell you that you're crazy, that you're never going to do it. You're the only one inside that's going to hold you back. There's a lot of negativity and fear out there. You got to just cut through all that bullshit and go straight for your goals, straight, straight for that thousand meter target and find the people who are going to help you. Even if you have to go through nine people that are telling you you're crazy, the next person, it's one, you're one conversation away from success. One conversation. Love it. (laughs) Mr. T. Kelly, this is exactly what I was hoping for in the back of my mind when I reached out and said, hey, I'd love to have you on our podcast. And this is uh, that and more, my friend, that and more. Uh, I sincerely appreciate your time. You know, God bless you and your business and your mission and everything that you guys are doing, your family. And, you know, thank you very much for the time, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt, man. Love to love to help you out in any way. Please let me know. Don't hesitate to ever reach out if you ever need anything, man. I'd love to partner with you on some stuff moving forward. So, Yes, sir. Thank you. My name is Abel Pacheco. I'm the host of Five Talents Podcast. If you've enjoyed something today, which I find it very hard to believe if you say no to that, <laughs> you should go, go to our uh, Five Talents Podcast, our, the Apple review section. Leave us a five-star rating. Give Tim some positive comments. Reach out to him directly. He wants to get closer to you. He wants to kind of help you. You can feel that literally come through the conversation. So we just want to say thank you. And you're the man. Thank you very much, Tim. Yeah, absolutely, man. Be good. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Five Talents Podcast with your host, myself, Abel Pacheco. Each week, we're going to bring you interviews from industry experts and commercial real estate investors who follow their dreams and achieve massive success. Before you leave, let me ask you a few questions. Did you enjoy this episode? Did you learn something valuable? Was your mind stretched to what's possible and what you can achieve? Do you want other experts just like the one you heard today? If you answered yes to any or all of those questions, then please take a moment to subscribe to the Five Talents Podcast. Give us a five-star rating. And most importantly, leave us a written review. Tell us what you liked. Tell us your favorite guests. Give us any feedback. I'm excited to learn and improve so you can get a more valuable show. So thank you again for subscribing to the Five Talents Podcast.